Hey, what's going on, Black people? What's happening? I hope you guys are having a good day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent Black people. Uh, today, I wanted to jump in real quick. I don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to uh, be on here for long, but I wanted to come in and talk about a post. Um, I put a post up on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is the real Boyce Watkins. Uh, if you like intelligent blackness, if you believe black people should be intelligent, then feel free to follow me on Instagram, uh, which is the real Boyce Watkins. Um, I made a post earlier where I shared a clip from um, an interview I did last week with Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison is the founder of the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Uh, he also created something in Atlanta that's extraordinary. It's called the Black House. And the Black House is this big, beautiful building that is black owned, 100% black owned, completely paid off. And um, and it's it's amazing. The Black House is so awesome that uh, it's it's the reason, it's the number one reason why I'm happy I invested in the Tulsa Fund. Um, you know, I, I have about probably 500 different places I've invested my money. Uh, I wasn't really necessarily caring one way or the other if I was going to make a ton of money. I just wanted to support a black man that was doing something good. And uh, and I love the Black House. So actually, my wife and I, uh, Dr. Alicia, we set up an office in the Black House. So Atlanta is our second home base. And we just closed on a property in Atlanta. So Atlanta is our second home officially, officially. And so anyway, uh, uh, give me a yes or no if you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. OK, I know that some of you are on Instagram on different platforms. So I uh, just throw, throw in a yes uh, so I can make sure I'm coming through all right. And hey, what's going on, Terry Cobb and Naomi Dudley and ADH Museum, uh, ADHD Museum. And yes, this is live. And even if it wasn't live, it's still, uh, it's still the same information, same conversation. All right. So let me go ahead and just break some of this down for you. Um, I made a post today about Kanye West and I was talking about the uh, interview Jay and I did, which you can go check that out. If you go to drboystv.com, it's right there. If you're on Instagram, just go uh, click on the bio and there's a link in the bio to my YouTube channel, uh, as well as uh, an event. Uh, Jay and I are going to do an event on the 23rd. It's totally free to, to the community. It's called Secrets of the 1%. Secrets of the 1%. Now, if you want to know why I was very happy to work with Jay, besides the fact that he's a builder. He doesn't just talk. He actually builds things, completes things, gets things done. Um, I respect that immensely. A lot of people do a lot of talking. Uh, they can talk about what needs to be done, but they don't do anything. They can complain about what isn't being done, but they don't do anything. Or they will point out what somebody else is doing and criticize the hell out of it, uh, but don't have the ability to actually build anything. I can see right through all of that. I see right through all of that because everywhere I go, everybody's always pitching me on stuff. Everybody's like, let me tell you about this idea I have. Let me tell you about this business I have. Let me tell you about this initiative I have. And I can tell you the way I met Jay Morrison was Jay uh, called me uh, when he was starting his Tulsa fund. And uh, it, it, I, we, it was the second time we had talked. The first time we talked, it was just an introduction. He was telling me what it was doing. It was, and I, my, you know, I was very cordial. It was like, hey, brother, you know, good luck. I hope it works out. But then he called me about the Tulsa fund when I was in Guyana. And I asked him a lot of really hard questions and he answered all those questions correctly. And he really and I watched him execute and he really got it done. I was super impressed by that. Why was I impressed by that? I was impressed because raising capital is literally one of the most important and significant things that we could do as a community right now in order to elevate our condition. Raising capital, the aggregation of black owned capital is literally one of the most important things that we can do when you talk about building the future and building a stronger black community. So where does Kanye West come into play with this? Well, we were talking about Kanye because Kanye is a billionaire. I, I told you guys I talked to Kanye just one time in about a 10 minute conversation. And even during that 10 minute conversation, he reminded me that he's worth four billion dollars and he owns a lot of land and that he's going to be president in 2024. I just listened and I said, you know what? I hope that you become president. Good luck to you. God bless you. I don't, you know, because I don't really 
I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't give a shit about any of that. Uh, but I, but I, but we did talk about poweronomics. We talked about Dr. Claude Anderson, and uh, and here's the thing. Uh, one of the things that Jay that, that that Jay and I sort of pressed upon, and we thought about during our conversation, is that uh, with Kanye, when Kanye was on Drink Champs, uh, give me a yes if you saw the interview on Drink Champs or heard about his interview and how great it was. He did a really good job. He really represented blackness. He really was was amazing. And I've, I've addressed some of this earlier on an earlier video, so I'm not going to rehash everything. But the interview was really good. He was very, um, you know, he had a lot of that bravado. He was out there just kind of laying it out. He was flexing. He was doing the things that black people love because black people love to hear people talk. A lot of people love to hear um, you know, chest thumping, macho, like, don't you ever tell me what to do. No, no, don't do you know, Right. We like that. Right. We like the entertainment. We like the entertainment and it's okay to like the entertainment. But the problem that you have is that you have a lot of focus on entertainment and emotionality, but not execution. The emotionality is not the same as actually building the structural leadership that you need. And I'm not saying Kanye can't do that. I'm just saying I need you to know the difference between the two. It's like when I talk about investing, you know, some of you buy Dogecoin and Shiba Inu. And I say it's okay to buy Dogecoin. It's okay to buy Shiba Inu. It's okay to buy lottery tickets. It's okay to buy whatever you want. But at the same time, don't think that buying a lottery ticket or buying Shiba Inu is the same as investing. Those are two different things. Investing is the long-term wealth accumulation process that comes from consistent and disciplined uh, asset allocation, whereas this other stuff is, is gambling. It's rolling the dice. It's like the difference between having sex. Everybody can have sex. Y'all know this. It doesn't take much practice, and you don't need to go to school to learn how to do it, right? Everybody can have sex, but that's very different from having a child and raising that child to the age of 18. So having sex does not make you a parent, even if you have made a baby. Do you follow what I'm saying? There's a difference. There's levels to this shit. There's levels to it. Right. So everybody type the word levels in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. So I could go out and, and go get 10 women pregnant, but that don't make me a father. Being a father requires me to engage in about 18,445 hours worth of consistent effort toward the raising of a child until they become a fully functional, healthy adult. So this is the point I'm making. The point I'm making here is that when you're seeing people talking about big ideas of the black community, uh, and Kanye is the greatest of all visionaries in, in many ways in terms of entertainment. In terms of entertainment, he, he, he has tremendous vision, tremendous confidence, tremendous um, energy. And I love that. I, I think that's awesome. But the idea and the vision is not the same as the execution of that vision, right? So the dreaming uh, big is not the same as building big. Building is different from dreaming. Dreaming requires passion. Building requires discipline. Do you follow what I'm saying? And in order for black people to <clears throat> overcome systematic racism, we must have that ability to actually execute a vision and build something. We need to trans transfer from charismatic, loudmouth leadership. You got a lot of loudmouth Negroes that can talk a good game, get you get a big YouTube channel with, with a million subscribers because you like how they talk. But the, but the next step of that is let's also focus on the builders, right? The talkers are your entertainment, may, or maybe they inspire you. And there's nothing wrong with inspiration. But inspiration is not as important as perspiration. They say that. They say that most great most great visions are 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. So here's what I'm talking. Here's what I want to get to with the Kanye thing. Uh, and I want to press upon this because I think this is a very important concept. And this is something I'm personally working on myself. So this is not like I'm just talking about it. I'm laying it out there so the idea is out there. Um, 
Kanye mentioned something in his interview on Drink Champs where he said that if I become a trillionaire, I'm going to give every black person $100,000 or something like that. I don't know if anybody else heard him say that. I didn't hear it exactly word for word. Somebody mentioned that he said it, and I believe it. I believe it. I didn't. I don't. I can't. I'm not. I may not be quoting accurately. <clears throat> now, here's the problem. Um, becoming a trillionaire, it's a long way. Uh, you know, if you have $4 billion, that's a long way from being a trillionaire. I'm not going to say that he can't do it. I'm just going to say nobody's ever done it. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world who has over $300 billion. That's an insane, ridiculous amount of money. Um, becoming a trillionaire is a long way, even for Elon Musk, no matter, even though he's the richest man on earth. Um, I personally think that as much as we were inspired by him saying that, uh, I don't think we have to wait until he becomes a trillionaire in order for him to actually be able to move the needle on the black community. And so how can he move the needle? Well, Jay Morrison is part of the key to that. Jay Morrison, if you know, in the Tulsa Fund, Jay Morrison with a, with an Instagram following at the time that had maybe two or three hundred thousand people. I think he's up to half a million now. But with two or three hundred thousand people, he raised eleven point five million dollars out of you know just raised eleven point five million dollars for the Tulsa Fund. Now, think what you want about the Tulsa Fund. You don't have to invest in it. I'm not telling. I'm not here to sell you on the Tulsa Fund. I'm an investor. I'm happy to invest because I love the Black House and I love what's going on. I, I like. I want to see Black businesses get the money that they need because there are lots of white businesses. They care nothing about the community that we're pouring tons of money into. So the Tulsa Fund is something that I'm really happy to invest in. I had no issues with it. I'm not telling you to invest or not invest. I'm just saying that I've been happy with the Tulsa Fund. But here's the secret. The secret is that this guy was able to go out and figure out how to do something that none of his critics have been able to do. And that is the ability to go out and raise $11 million of capital that could be applied toward ownership in the black community. He's been able to do it. I've seen Julian Gordon do it. Julian Gordon raised a few million dollars. Uh, I've seen uh, a brother, Chris Senegal down in Houston. He's doing it. Uh, Herb Strather, actually out of uh, Detroit, who works in the black business school with us. Uh, he's actually done $2 billion worth of commercial real estate deals. So why is this important? Well, because when you raise capital, you have that ability to then make major, 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 major moves. And then if you apply that capital with the ideas of people that actually have a vision of how that capital can be applied, people where that have put most of their ego to the side that are actually experts in what they do, those people can give you what you need. So in order to fight a system, you must build a system. In fact, in order to fight a system, fighting the system is not as effective as simply leaving the system and building an alternative system. Give me a yes in the chat if you follow what I'm saying, right? So systematic racism is your problem. Systematic racism means that you have the economic system where all of y'all had to go kiss a white man's ass every single day on a damn job that you hate, getting low wages, and you're mad about that, right? Because you hate going to work every day. You grew up watching your parents struggle because they had to go and serve a white master every day, which 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 occurred because nobody ever gave them a capital base that allowed them to actually quit their job without being stressed out and afraid, Right. A lot of you have complained about the educational system, right, where your children are going to school every day. Black boys are being placed in special ed. Black children are being suspended every other day. Black A million black kids a year are graduating and can't even read a grade level. Black kids are going to school and being indoctrinated into a lot of white supremacist ideas that are detrimental to the black community. They are coming out as zombies, literal zombies that have no benefit to the black community, many of them. Not all of them, but many of them. You know what I'm talking about. You get on Instagram, a lot of these damn kids went to high school. I'm like, how the hell you go to high school for 12? How the hell you go to school for 12 years and you can't even read? You got to go work at McDonald's and got they got to put pictures of the food next to the prices because you can't add and you can't subtract. Are you serious right now? Right? So, so ultimately, uh, these systems are what kick you in the ass. 
It's these systems. So the way to overcome the system is you must leave the system and build a better system. Well, how do you build a better system? Well, that's where the celebrities like the Kanye West come in, right? Uh, you raise capital. You raise capital. Raising capital is not easy in the United States. There's lots of paperwork that has to be filed, SEC regulations and all this other stuff. And uh, and, and so when Jay did it, I, I you know, it was, it was tough. I, I was very impressed because there's a ton of work required. There's a ton of game you have to understand in terms of how to actually file the paperwork properly. And believe me, when all the, the, when you have the Negro naysayers, again, who ain't never raised a nickel, who can't, who can't raise a nickel without begging you to make a donation to their YouTube channel, were attacking the fund just because he's black. Again, ta- attacking the black business, but weren't saying anything about the white businesses that come and scoop billions out of the black community. They were attacking the one black business they were jealous of. Uh, what's interesting is that at that point, that led to because they, they were so loud on the Internet, that caused the fund to actually be crippled through a, these SEC investigations, which cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend themselves. And then when the investigations are done, they basically write a report saying, sorry, nothing to see here. No wrongdoing. We found we went through thousands of documents and no wrongdoing. But even then, that doesn't stop the people that that still just hate hate the process no matter what. Right. And so what I'm really trying to say to you is that the fact that he was able to do this or his team was able to do this in the middle of all that chaos, it doesn't mean I'm sitting there saying that they do everything perfect. I don't know. I'm sure they make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Right. But but I, I, I it's extraordinary. Nobody's done that since Marcus Garvey. Nobody's done this since Garvey. So here's my point. So imagine if you take the 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 genius of the, of the Marcus Garvey ideology of raising capital. And you apply that to the power of black celebrities and rappers who can reach millions of people uh, online right now. If I go to Kanye West's Twitter account, I bet Kanye has a good 20 or 30 million Twitter followers. Let me see. I, I'm not sure what it is. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. Let me see. Kanye West has, let me see how many Twitter, uh, Kanye West has uh, 30 million Twitter followers. He probably has another 30 million on Instagram. Ice Cube probably has 15 million Twitter followers, right? These guys have a level of popularity that is is unbelievable. And that's a billion dollar asset, right? Because here's what here's what you do. What you do is you get a con, you get a, a, a you get 10 Kanye's, right? You get, you know, maybe you get to Kanye, you get Ice Cube, you get anybody who claims to be black, anybody who wants to move the needle on the black community, they form a group of 10. And then what you do is you back them up, you connect them with the black scholars, thinkers, and experts in the community who understand the specifics on how to actually raise the capital. So you have a team of lawyers, you have a team of experts, PhDs, you get all these people together that can form your brain trust. Because y'all know black people are smart. We have a lot of a lot of black people got college degrees and 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 yeah, CPAs. You have some of y'all in here. Everybody in here who has a degree in something, say yes in the chat. Right, write the write the word yes or write the word degree in the chat. If if you have some sort of degree or area of expertise that you have, if you know how to grow food, if you know how to educate kids, if you know how to how to file lawsuits, wait, right, put put that put something in the chat. Let us know. Like like say something because here's the thing, right. So you bring together these people with these powerful social media platforms and you bring together or mix them with people that have a plan like like a J or it doesn't have to be J. It could be other people. Right. Or in addition to J. Right. I'm, this is just I'm using this as an example. And they sit down and they file all the paperwork, dot the I's and cross the T's. And then you have the thinkers in the room, like you have maybe a Boyce Watkins in the room among the, and all the other people that maybe can that have some idea. And I can sit there and say, OK, for uh, if we can raise 80 million dollars, we can build X number of schools. 
right? We can literally do it this way. We can cut the budgets. We don't have to spend as much as, as the white-owned public schools, uh, but we can educate black kids uh, at a very high level on a very small budget. I know guys like Marcus Klein, who runs Freedom, Freedom Home Academy International in Chicago, or people at the, uh, at the Muhammad University of Islam that are educating black children at a college level at the age of 12. Right. So imagine if those schools had a budget of 20 million dollars a year instead of trying to operate on a couple hundred grand. Right. Imagine that. Imagine if you took their budget and supersized it by a thousand fold because the black community came through and everybody invested in a massive set of funds that allowed us to have the capital we need to do what we want to do. In my mind, I already know if I had access to a billion dollars, you know, the first thing I would do is I would literally add five trillion dollars to black wealth instantaneously because my PhD is in this. I know this. This is what I do. Kanye, he knows rap. I know finance. My PhD is in finance. It's a very rare degree. It's very hard to get. And I can tell you the way you move the needle on black wealth and get black wealth up by about five trillion dollars within one generation is you do the same thing they do with basketball and football camps. You create economic training camps in every city all across America where every black child is incentivized to come in and learn the basics of economics, not anything complicated, just very basic things like owning stock owning real estate, how to start a business, how to get together with other black people and form a brain trust where you can go form a company together as opposed to having to go work for the white man. That literally will be a $5 trillion wealth transfer just like that. And that's just one of several ideas, right? You dig into other things like black owned hospitals. Think about this. If white folks decide to dump you and leave and they take you off the grid, you can't even you can't even take care of yourself medically. You can't grow your own food. You don't have the land. So, so we need black-owned hospitals. The black doctors can handle that. You need land ownership. Why is why in the hell did you own more land a hundred years ago than you own right now? That is trifling as shit. That's embarrassing. That's pathetic. That's crazy. You traded in land ownership, business ownership, and institutional development in exchange for jobs and student loans, right? Seriously, now you sat up with student loan debt. Also, you can have a license to go work for white people and build massive businesses for the white community that where they're going to take your capital and go hire their children. And big universities like USC are collecting millions of dollars from black athletes and black people going deep in debt to go to school. And they're using that money to gentrify your damn neighborhoods. If you go to most major cities, big there are big universities in most of those cities that are literally buying all the black owned land around them. They're buying up the whole hood because they've got so much money that, that, that they don't know what to do with. So so pay attention now. This is what this is the real racism in this country. You've got a situation where black the black community is starved of capital and white people got money to burn. They got money to burn. They got so much money they don't know what to do with their damn money. They're like, damn, we got to find a place to put all this capital we have because we're literally flooded and bloated with so much cash and your ass ain't got a nickel to rub together to, to build a damn building in your neighborhood. Why is it that in Atlanta, the black house is so damn extraordinary because we got one building that belongs to us, one building, one space that's ours, that's B1, right? And white people got 100,000 buildings all throughout the country that are worth $100 million a piece. Like, seriously. This is what you're looking at. This is what you're dealing with. 
So, so here's what I want to say is that, you know, when I see Kanye and, and really doing his thing and I'm, I'm super impressed. I love it when a rapper decides to actually be black. I love it when black people in Hollywood decide that it's okay to be actually who you are instead of who they want you to be. I think that's really good. And so when I'm watching this, I'm not watching his interview as a teenager. I'm not a teenager. I'm not watching his interview as a fan. I'm not a fan. I don't, I can't name I can, only song I can name from Kanye West is Through the Wire from 20 years ago. I do not listen to the music. I do not buy his new album. I don't care about his beef with Drake. I just observe it because it's interesting, but I really don't give a shit. What I care about is the fact that you're stepping up as a man, and I respect you for the fact that you have no concerns about representing the people that you're supposed to represent. You are courageous enough to carry yourself in your truest, purest form, which allows you to have a lot of power and access that a lot of us don't have. So God bless Kanye for that. But at the end of the day, here's the next step. The next step is I, I really don't care, you know, I, I heard him say, if I become a trillionaire, I'm going to give black people $100,000 a piece. That sounds like a fucking pipe dream to me. I'm not saying Kanye can't do things. I, I have a lot of respect. You never bet against Kanye West or Tom Brady. Both of those guys have done the impossible, and, and I don't bet against them. But but to say you know that you have to be a trillionaire to start giving money away to black people, that is, my friend, that is not the right economic model in a, in a thousand different ways. Number one, it's damn near impossible to be a trillionaire. If you ever do it, it would take 50 years. Uh, I don't think you have to wait 50 years to make a move. Number two, uh, giving charity to black people is not what's going to solve the, the black problem. That's not what's going to solve the economic problem for the black community. Charity is never as impactful as investment. What black people need is not charity. We need capital. We need we need motherfucking capital, excuse my French, we need the ability to go into a fund, a multi-billion dollar fund, and start thousands and thousands of businesses so we can hire our own people. We need to be able to go into a multi-billion dollar fund and build entire school systems, not one school. See that, you know, not the symbolism of one guy building one school that's that's silly. That tells me what right there that you ain't ready to play this game at the, at the highest level. The white man builds systems. He builds systems and deploys thousands of units, or thousands of people toward the pursuit of, of one particular objective. You up here talking about one guy building one school. People ask me, what do you think about Umar's school? I don't care. I hope he builds it. One school can't save 40 million people. You can't educate 40 million people in one damn school. You need thousands of schools to do that, which requires you to be able to raise capital. But also, you cannot do it as a white person. Black economics is different from white economics. Black capital is different from white capital. White people have money to burn. They can waste money. White people can go and build and spend $100 million on a school system and waste that money. Black people will have to do as much with five million as they do with a hundred million, right? It's it's just like the Tyler Perry model of making movies. Tyler Perry became a successful filmmaker, not because his movies are particularly great. We know we know Medea is a bunch of bullshit. We know that, right? 
But Tyler Perry was able to get ahead of the curve because Tyler Perry knew where to cut corners. Tyler Perry knew that he didn't need to spend a hundred million dollars to make a movie that could go out and make a hundred million dollars. He could he could spend 10 million and do the same thing they do in Hollywood with a hundred million. You have less to work with. So that requires you to tap into a different way of thinking that isn't going to be taught to you in that white man's school. No white person in history has ever been able to teach a black person how to be black. So that's why starting on day one, when I become president, just being silly here, but if I was president of the black community day one, my move on day one would be we're going to raise a billion dollars so that we can have as many black children being taught by black people as possible. There's too many smart black people out here with master's degrees and PhDs and that, that love the shit out of our kids, that it's a damn shame. It is a goddamn embarrassment that your black child got to go get their ass beat and abused every day, but psychologically, physically, and otherwise by people who don't even like them because they won't even let black people in the damn school thing, but they got your kids in the school and won't even let black people in the school to educate the kids. That's try. That's insanity. That's absolute insanity. So, so here's, here's the deal. Here's, here's the point I want to make. I'm going to summarize this point. I didn't plan to say all this and my wife is actually waiting for me. So, uh, and I told her this video wouldn't be long, but you know, and I don't want to lie to her. Um, if, if I'm Kanye West and you really want to do something impactful, if you, if you give a shit about anything that I'm saying right here, and I say, I submit all this humbly, get together with some smart black people who can Dot the I's and cross the T's so that you can become a leader in promoting some sort of massive capital raise. And and when, when that capital raise is done, when you've raised the billion dollars, don't go do stupid shit with it. Don't go try to go run for president and all this other stuff or do white mainstream stuff. Talk to black people who really know what the hell's going on. Find that black educator like a Marcus Klein in Chicago or the Brothers in the Nation of Islam, who know how to educate a black child properly, give them 50 million, give them 100 million and say, here's the money, just give me full reports, form a committee and give me transparency and show me where you're allocating those funds. Get with the people, I'd be happy to be one of them. I would not even need to be paid a penny to do this. Give me $100 million and watch me work. Watch how many black people I can whose lives I can change with a hundred million dollars and not having to oh, look over my shoulder every second to make sure we have enough money in the bank account to run the black business school. We have 148,000 students, and I did this with the money I was making on my paychecks at Syracuse. Imagine what I could do if I had a hundred million dollars. I could change the damn world. Literally, I could change the black community for the next 300 years, right? For so, so, so that's what you do. That's how you move the needle. That's how you get past, um, the 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 sometimes a slight the, the se seemingly immature bravado of hip hop. Hip hop's a very immature profession, to be honest with you. It's all about chest thumping. It's all about talking loud and not doing nothing. Um, it's okay to talk loud. Talk as loud as you want, but follow through on what you're doing. That's it. Just do something to go with it, right? So so let's uh, start with some basic things. One, a black owned school system. Right. Uh, maybe a thousand schools. Let's pick a number. A thousand schools that are owned by the black community, that are run by black people, that are not connected to the government or corporate America or the Democrat or Republican parties that are literally run by B1 community in the black in, in our space. Grassroots people who really love our children. That's one. 
Number two, incubators, economic incubators all throughout the United States and all throughout the world that educate black children on how to be the best in the world at economics, to be as good at economic thinking and training as they are at, at basketball, football, and rapping. That's number two. Number three, a network of black healthcare centers, hospitals, or medical facilities that are run by black doctors that are paid to then make sure that black people have a medical options that go beyond simply hoping that white people can always take care of us and inject us with, with, with whatever the hell they injected us with, right? To get us away, to get us off the grid. Number four, a massive, massive land grab where we literally go out and buy more land than black people have ever owned in the history of this country, where literally we become obsessed with, with buying as much land as we possibly can to the point where we are, are, are competing with the Bill Gates of the world in land ownership, buying as much land as we can that we can build on, that we can do things with, that we can just own, that we can pass to our children. Uh, number five, professional sports league so that we don't have to sit here and listen to Colin Kaepernick complain 10 years later about why the NFL won't give him a goddamn job. I love you, Cap. I think you're great. But at the end of the day, man, stop begging those white folks to give you something that you could create for yourself with you and all your wealthy friends, the Jay-Z's and everybody else in the world. I do not understand to this day how broke, broke ass black people a hundred years ago could start the Negro leagues, but you got black millionaires and billionaires right now who are still begging for a damn job. If you are worth two or $300 million, I don't want to hear you begging for shit. I don't want to hear you talking about how they won't hire you or they won't give you opportunities or they won't give you nothing. What the hell's wrong with you? You do not lack access to the resources. You're lacking access to imagination. So if you don't have the imagination to, to implement that vision, then find somebody who does. I can let you borrow my imagination because I can imagine a whole lot of shit that a Colin Kaepernick can do that doesn't involve asking for permission from anybody. And I and then the, the thing is, I get that though. He's younger, so maybe he'll grow into that. I didn't mean to be disrespectful when I said it that way, but I have to be honest with you. I don't know any other way to describe this. So this is what's on my mind today. This is what I'm thinking. We can do this. Um, and so if you want to know my two cents on how uh, Kanye can really go in, not and it's not just Kanye. There's other people out there. I'm not picking on him. But this is how you take the ball into the end zone. You must operationalize your ideas. If you don't build it, then don't say it. Or if you say it, you better build it. Because if you say it and don't build it, then that don't mean shit because talk is incredibly cheap. Talk means absolutely nothing without action. What is the action plan? What are we implementing? What is the system? You cannot fight systems unless you have a system. What is your system? That's my question. That's my thought for today. That's all I have to say. All right. So anyway, um, a couple of things real quick. Um, I'm doing uh, I'm, I'm testing out my mastermind uh, uh, and I'm going to actually do a private VIP mastermind session for those of you that want to talk to me about whatever you have going on, your businesses and stuff like that. Uh, it's for all the students that are in all black digital, all black digital is the digital version of the All Black National Convention. And so if you'd like to join us uh, Thursday for, for the session, uh, feel free to go to allblackdigital.com. That's allblackdigital.com. If you're on Instagram, there's, there's a link in the bio if you want to join us on Thursday. And then also the Black Crypto Club meets this week uh, and where we have crypto experts in the Black Business School that can talk to you about where to place your crypto investments. So if you're interested in taking a look, uh, feel free to go to theblackcryptoclub.com. That's the black, T-H-E, theblackcryptoclub.com. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. And um, and again, if I said anything that was mean or hurt anybody's feelings, or if it sounded like I was dissing anybody, I did not mean to diss, uh, but, but I can't 
say it without saying it the way God put it in my mind. And I have to let it out raw. I, I can't, I can't, I can't play around with this stuff because time is short and we've got to implement our vision or our, our, our opportunity, our window of opportunity will close and we will be looking back at all the things we could have done. But if we do this right, if we do this right, if we do this right, then we can do something that will make our grandchildren extremely proud that our communities will remember for the next two or 300 years, but you got to go do it and you can't be scared and you can't waste too much time. All right. So have a good night, everybody hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And I'll be back around tomorrow and I'll see you soon. Take care. God bless you. Peace.